Your click-through rate starts with programming and understanding why your audience is there and then making a programming choice as to what video you are going to make to super serve that audience of people that are there for you. Hey, I'm Fred. And I'm Ant. And this is Create a Generation. Create a Generation of Hype. Of course, people are always going to ask about optimization and optimization tips. It is pretty much the number one question we get. So in today's episode, we're going to chat to people like Matt Geelan, who is a bona fide guru in the space and pretty much the smartest person when it comes to the YouTube algorithm. We're also going to chat to channels like Bounce Patrol, which have over 10 million subs. And for them, a poor performing video is one that gets 20 million views. 20 million views. Let's get into it. Matt Gillen from Little Monster Media Co. that helps people optimize their channels for YouTube. The way I, the way we talk about it here at Little Monster and we talk about it with our clients is that we say that your click-through rate, your audience development actually starts on the whiteboard, right? Before you've ever shot a frame, edited anything, even thought about a thumbnail or a title, it starts on the whiteboard when you make the decision of what am I going to make a video about, right? So if you're Mr. Beast and you say, I'm going to make a video about giving away $100, you can pretty much bank on the fact that your click-through rate is going to be much lower than if you say, hey, I'm going to give away $10,000, right? And so from that perspective, it's primarily knowing why your audience is watching, right? And why your audience is watching can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And that's where like good data analysis and even just reflective um, meditation on your content can go a long way, right? So in that regard... Um, what is the main driver of your viewership? And at Little Monster, we think there's four kind of main drivers of viewership. First and foremost is that someone's interested in the topic, right? And that's by far the worst place to be. And right now, our Little Monster YouTube channel is by and large driven by topic, right? If I post a video that says uh, reverse engineering the algorithm, it's going to get 1,500 views or more in the first seven days. Uh, the video I posted today, um, which they said was 10 out of 10. I think that's the good thing, right? No, it's performing horribly. <laughs> the, the video re- released today is how to make better interviews, which is part of our taxonomy of digital video um, series where we break down popular YouTube formats into kind of their base elements and talk about how you can make better content like that. Well, my audience doesn't do a lot of interview videos, right? Uh, or at least there's not a large percentage. And so... Um, there's not going to be very many of them clicking to watch this video because it's not relevant to them. That's not why they're on our channel. Now, it's important to us from a branding perspective to have these videos and to see that, but a good piece of feedback for me, the person who programs this YouTube channel, would be that the title here sucks, right? Because it's not relevant to my audience, right? Um, a better, a much better title would be something along the lines of... Um, uh, what you can learn from interviews to get more viewership, right? Because now it's relevant to everyone, right? Not just the people who make interviewer Q&A videos. Right now it's really exclusionary where only people who do that type of video would find this video to be relevant to them. So topic is a terrible place to be. And it's the place where we were with Channel Frederator um, when we were doing 107 Facts, which became our, our big series there. And We do 107 facts about Adventure Time. We do 107 facts about Fairly Odd Parents and so on and so forth. And what we do is we pull in hundreds of thousands or millions of views and viewers for those individual IPs. The problem became that, you know, once we had a lot of that, we had a lot of momentum and a lot of viewership. Well, 
if we got 10 million viewers to watch um, uh, Adventure Time, 107 Facts About Adventure Time, right? Only maybe 5 million of them would also be interested in our Fairly Odd Parents, right? And maybe only 2 million of them would be interested in our Gravity Falls, right? And so over time, we start hitting less and less of our audience for the same show, right? Where people aren't interested in the topic because they're only interested in a handful of cartoons, so they don't click on it. Um, you know, if that happens a few times, YouTube stops serving them our videos and our uh, channel eventually goes into a death spiral because people were only there for the topic, Right. The three other reasons why someone might be on your channel are far better. First and foremost is style, right? Now, there are very, very few YouTubers uh, or YouTube channels that have production quality so high or are so unique from a stylistic perspective that people are just going to watch for their style. But a great example is MKBHD, mm. right? Now, tech review and product review type channels generally perform horribly. There's only a handful of standouts, mainly because they're usually utility channels, right? Where people are there for the particular product that they're reviewing or topic of that video, right? And have no reason to watch other than if a video has specific meaning to them. Right. MKBHD is not that case. He is an entertainer. Right. If you watch his videos, those are artistic fucking masterpieces, tech reviews. Right. You've never seen a fucking tech review that looks like that. They're unbelievably good. He's also very interesting. Right. And very uh, authentic on camera. And you can believe him and has built up a reputation. And that's all well and good. But he's one of the few examples of why someone might just watch it for style. Right. The other two reasons are personality and format. So let's look at personality first, right? And this is where a lot of the maybe you're just not that interesting comes from. Mm. You know, being a YouTuber is the number one job that teenagers want to have when they quote unquote grow up in America, <laughs> at least, right? And what you're basically doing, say, I'm going to be a vlogger, right? You're saying, I am so much more interesting than the rest of the population the people are just going to watch me for my personality, right? Sometimes that is the case, right? Um, sometimes there are creators that just stand out, right? PewDiePie is one of them. Put all the other shit to the side about PewDiePie. But people watch PewDiePie because they love watching him. They're there for him. There's nothing unique about his format, right? There's tons of people playing Minecraft and making funny videos about Minecraft and doing that sort of thing, right? But people love his personality and they watch for that, right? They're certainly not watching for the style, right? I think he's still shooting on a webcam from fucking like 2014. Right? His videos look horrible, right? Now they sound okay, but they're not there for the style. They're not there for the format. They're there for him. And they have a shared interest in the topic. But when you are single-handedly responsible for bringing back a game that is over a decade old, right? People are there for you and are listening to you. He is a influencer, Right? So that's personality. <clears throat> and then the final place, which I believe is the best place to be, is people are there for the format. All right. There's no better example than uh, the React channel. Right. No one really cares about the people they have on there. And they always have a different rotating cast of people. The only time that is not the case is when they do YouTubers react. And a lot of times people are there for the YouTubers because they watch their other stuff for their personality. But by and large, it's just randos from the fucking valley. Right. <laughs> and so people are watching because they like to watch react videos, right? And watch along and laugh at the people reacting or see what uh, their reaction is and compare that, right? And so those are the four reasons someone would watch a video, we believe, right? And so in that regard, if you look at your content, 
and say, wow, people are really here for the topic, right? Well, then you need to make a shift. And that shift needs to be towards one of those other three. And I would highly encourage it being format because what format means is that it's not necessarily about you, the personality, which means one, eventually you can go off camera, right? And run a media company. But two, it means they're gonna watch every video regardless of the topic, which means your videos are gonna have high click-through rate, right? Because everybody wants to watch your next video, not just you, because you as a star will eventually dim, right? Almost every star in the history of the world, their star has eventually dimmed, and it happens at a very accelerated rate on YouTube, right? Um, there's only a handful of people that have had longer than like three, four year careers on YouTube in terms of like, they got big, they kept growing, or they stayed big for an extended period of time that didn't have a format that gives people a reason to watch. All right, so programming. <laughs> Your click-through rate starts with programming and understanding why your audience is there and then making a programming choice as to what video you were going to make to super serve that audience of people that are there for you. From there, it's your thumbnail and title, right? If you wanna talk about making good thumbnails, we can talk all day about like what makes a good thumbnail, but generally speaking, what makes a good thumbnail? Close up on face, strong emotion, high contrast, bright colors, uh, objects in the foreground stand out from the objects in the background. Try to avoid text if you can um, and uh, have eye contact with the viewer if possible. Shannon from Buzz Patrol, a kid's channel with over 10 million subscribers. Color is a big thing. I think with adults, it's more about a compelling image um, and that might just be something that's really intriguing, like, you know, a brain or something like that. And then it's a video about you know, the way we think you could just have an image like that that's really kind of sort of draw you in. But for kids, it's also about it It needs to um, really be eye-catching with lots of bright colour, lots of saturated colour um, and still be quite simple. So one, our most successful um, thumbnails don't have a whole heap going on. They're enough to convey the message and they're enough to be enticing. But when you put too many people in the thumbnail or you put, you know, text or something like that, and there's a lot going on that doesn't necessarily resonate. Mm, interesting. How do you how do you test all the stuff with kids, though? <laughs> I mean, yeah. with adults, it can be pretty, pretty methodical, but with children, it can be a little bit well. Yeah, it's really nuts. tough. Yeah. I mean, I ever since the real time stats came out in analytics, that's been quite helpful as well because I do change the thumbnail um, once a video has been released, and I have a pretty good case study of that from one video that. Um, I put a thumbnail up for that I thought was going to be pretty good and um, changed it, saw that the video wasn't performing as well as I would have expected based on what the video was and um, changed the thumbnail and immediately the real-time views doubled within the next hour and then wow. that, that video went on to get recommended in the algorithm and it's now got 250 million views, something like that, which it wouldn't have if we hadn't changed the thumbnail. And it was just a really simple, we went from having like a jellyfish a person dressed in a jellyfish costume at the center of the thumbnail and we changed it to a cow um and it just was way more recognizable and it was a different it was a different look and um it's just really simple things and you you can kind of work it out sometimes but if i'd known that the cow would have been more popular that would have been the first thumbnail i went with out mm. of the gate so sometimes it's just trying to judge but i do show thumbnails to the kids in my life and see which pictures they like um and then i also have a Photoshop template where I will put it next to a bunch of other thumbnails. So, you know, it's a it's a 
screen that ha- that I will put competitor thumbnails up against and then I'll shrink mine down to the size that it's going to look like on a phone and then see next to those, do the colours stand out enough? Is it bright enough? Is it the kind of thing that draws my eye? Um, and I usually have about between five and ten thumbnail designs for each video that I'm that I have designed, that I'm narrowing down. Um, so I don't just design one. I usually have a, two or three kind of backups ready to go, but I'll work through a lot of different designs for a video too. That's that's an awesome tip about having the, the template with the, the competitors mm. ones. Yeah. And seeing how that actually looks rather than just yeah, I mean the, just shrinking it down to a small size and looking at it is, is beyond a, a, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah process, so. But uh, that particularly if all you're competing with – all you're competing on initially is the thumbnail. You really need to know. And, I mean, it's the same with um, content that's designed for grown-ups. Mm. If you think about your content and where your content is going to be selected, like picture your home feed and you think about the other videos that you see there, if you saw your thumbnail and title, would you c- click on yours? Like with everything else that's going on in your home feed, is yours the most compelling one that you would click on? Because if if the other creators that you love are making titles and thumbnails that are more compelling than yours, then other people are going to be clicking on those too. So um, it's just about making sure that you're really confident that you're going to stand out in that crowd. Dolan from Planet Dolan. Listicles and animation. It's basically, if you think about it like a giant robot, right, and it has certain rules, uh, hidden rules maybe, uh, and there are ways to be able to figure out how you can cater what you're creating in a way that more people will be able to find it, right? So this is something that I figured out when I first started. It's just it's just reverse engineering what's already on YouTube and then being able to adapt it to your own content, right? So for instance, getting uh getting your name out there at the start. You can't create original content like about yourself because no one's going to get no one knows who you are. But if you start making content about like an IP that's already out there that people know about that already has fans, if you create something that adds something to that and uh, helps other people or entertains other people in that uh, little, little, uh, I guess, just waiting pool, then you can start to build a following from that and then you can start to, uh, uh, I guess, just pivot towards other areas. And so I'm, I'm pretty sure PewDiePie did that really. He, he started with gaming where people are already playing the games, there's already fans of the games, uh, and then he put his personality out there to be entertaining and now he does, I don't even know, <laughs> all kinds of like weird and wonderful ideas uh, every day. Uh, and he, you couldn't really do that if you were just starting out because no one would be able to find you. But now that he's established, he can do that. Uh, and so, yeah, you have to be able to work in a way where you're contributing something that people can find. I mean, the robot can only do so much for you. I mean, you can cater your content all you like to 10 to 20 minutes or whatever the ideal one is and uh, using the right tags and everything. But... You have to be able to know if there's a, if there's people that can find that thing, and then if they'd if it's quality enough that they would continue to watch you, and uh, you can diversify a bit more after that. Um, it's just a, it's just a, a YouTube's a really complicated mass equation that you have to figure out based on the examples of other stuff that's out there, and then uh, and then try and do the same thing with your content. Titles and thumbnails are my favorite part. This this new channel is basically that. I love it. Like it's just coming up with the intriguing titles for like stories we've already done or stories that we're working on, and coming up with a, a thumbnail that encapsulates that uh, or, or has something unexpected is uh, is is by far my favorite part. Uh, yeah, the other stuff like tags and stuff like yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll I think that um, when we started uh, really taking off with our videos. 
you know, SEO is cool and everything. Like it helps. It helps you with discoverability. But I think that it's really more important to focus on understanding why people like your content in the first place. You make something and uh, you, need, you need to figure out like who is watching it and, and why they're interested in it. Because if you keep changing it, then you're going to lose your audience. Mm. Uh, and you got to make sure the quality of what you're making is the best it can be. And if you, if you start to uh, not, not care about what you're making, uh, people are going to notice the drop in quality anyway. Kat and Hallie from Beauty News, which covers news on the beauty industry. Sometimes the ones that we don't expect to do well, I think they don't do, or they, we don't expect them to do well because we're not super interested in the product or we already know what the outcome's going to be or something like that. But other people are surprised to see it or the product is like really visually appealing. Yeah, that's often, a, like the thumbnail yeah. often captures people. Yeah. But I also found that probably about, 18 months ago now, um, we started our Instagram page mm. and we started by putting little clips of our past videos and then they didn't get many views on our Instagram page but I found that a lot of other people re-gramming them. Mm. All of a sudden these videos were getting millions and millions of views and we weren't even getting credited. <laughs> and then online magazines started picking up the trend and mm. we're like, is this a new trend? And so I think when that sort of happened and that happened over a couple of months – all the videos we were uploading in that time got a lot more traction from random news sources. So mm. it was it was random. Imi Mariam, who's all about clean beauty? In terms of beauty, yeah. I have a lot of um, cross-promotion with my other social media platforms and I've started this thing uh, on my Instagram in which I tell people to this – is, this is how you got to do it now. you got to cross-promote. <laughs> That's how you drive traffic to your – channels basically right organically because I don't want to buy stuff and I never have so for me to stay organic this is the only way I can really connect with people on like such a niche topic so I always tell them like if you try this send me a photo of you doing it and if it works for you send me a photo and I do a shout out so they will be featured on my stories or they will be featured on my page if it works for them and then I always give shout outs Marcella and Veronica from Chicas Chick, a channel dedicated to hairstyles. So one of the ideas was um, change the titles of the of some of the videos. Mm. As soon as we did that, my husband noticed um, in the analytics that the views and everything drop mm. like so fast. And um, yeah, I think. Uh, that was one mistake, like to change. Was that for one of your were the most popular videos or one of the? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we 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 often help YouTubers change things like mm. titles, and we often see a big, big increase. But mm-hmm. usually, we don't do that for the top videos. If the top videos are doing well, we just yes. leave, we leave the titles. Yes. Create <laughs> a generation of hype. 